0: When the sun goes down, it's time for a night
1: wave. I'm John Nate and you're on the Night Wave show. And so, in this pre-winter time, I feel like taking it slower. I feel like dancing, but not on my feet, because I'm a no-good dancer. I'd rather dance inside my head, going on a kind of trip snuggling up on the couch and letting myself go to some slow, relaxing, bass-driven stuff. That's how I feel. And no matter how odd my wishful thinking could sound to you, there's an electronic music genre that can deliver all of these and even more. Heavy on bass and dark on the atmosphere, the Bristol sound, trip-hop or down-tempo, whatever you call it, means all the same. And there is a band whose massiveness in the genre is undeniable. Watch out for massive attack, who else could it be? And this is a game-changing, unfinished sympathy.
0: and all that jazz.
1: Straight out of Bristol. Massive attack. And so, we are looking into the trip-hop origins and you just heard the purveyor of the genre from the band who set the scene for trip-hop at the beginning of the 90s with the release of their debut album, Blue Lines. Unfinished Sympathy is a pun on Franz Schubert's Unfinished Symphony and the song itself developed from another song called Kiss and Tell, originally written by Shara Nelson, who does the vocals on Unfinished Sympathy. By the way, Shara Nelson had known Massive Attack for five years before Unfinished Sympathy was released singing on one of their pre-Massive Attack singles, this being The Look of Love, released in 1986. It's just that Massive Attack were not called Massive Attack from the outset. They developed out of another band, or rather collective, a sound system to be precise. Sound system is a huge cultural concept brought to Bristol from Jamaica. Technically it's a mobile DIY party consisting of a van, a large amount of equipment, turntables, amplifiers, loudspeakers and a bunch of folks like DJs, MCs, graffiti artists, audio engineers who throw a free all-nighter, known as a rig, right on the street or in a club or an abandoned warehouse, playing Dop, reggae, and hip-hop. And then when the party's over, the sound system moves to another place to... yep, throw another party. Massive Attack members were part of one of the first sound systems in the UK, called The Wild Bunch. And it had a massive impact on the sound the band introduced on their seminal debut album. Here's to another band who pioneered trip Hop with Massive Attack, guess who's coming? Yeah. It's Portie's hat and this is a gorgeous piece titled "Num."
0: This is Net Rave with John Nate.
2: Cause
1: This is numb serving as the Portishead's lead single from the band's sublime debut dummy. Listening to numb you might have noticed the key elements that trip hop is made with this prominent heavy bass, adding a jazzy and funky mood and also giving the music this slower tempo, then vinyl scratching, which is the hallmark of the Portishead sound, elements of hip-hop and reggae, but also this melancholy and the angst of post-punk and the ambience of gothic, which again in the case of Portishead is spot on. The genre is also rich in spoken word as you will listen along and the use of sampling. Sometimes bands like Portishead created their own samples not found in other recordings. One of the most popular albums in the trip hop world created entirely with samples is the 1996 debut by DJ Shadow, Introducing, which is one of the pillars of the genre. Work with us in producing. <laughs> Anyway, the story of Portishead is pretty much intertwined with the story of Massive Attack. It's just that during the recording of Massive Attack's breakthrough debut, Jeff Barrow, Portishead's instrumentalist, assisted Massive Attack in the studio and was given some time to play with his ideas on tape a few years later. When Portishead formed, they got back to that studio to record Sour Times, the third single from their debut. And if you listen to this whole album back to back, you can't help but notice the parties had distinctive vintage sound. Clashing blues, hip-hop, jazz, soul, in one head-spinning fusion, underpinned by signature scratching and bass. The ultimate music for the nighttime. Here's to one of the most experimental artists in the trip-hop genre, once a member of the Wild Bunch and Massive Attack respectively, Tricky and his classic Hell is Round the Corner.
3: Take further evidence. I seem to need a reference to get residence. A reference to your preference to say, I'm a good neighbor. I trust to judge me from my labeling. The blue ensures my good behavior. The constant struggle ensures my insanity. Passing the ensures the struggle for my family. We're hungry, beware of our appetite. I'm dreaming views of a kill tonight. The kill, which I share with my passengers. We take our fill, take our fill, take our fill. I stand firm for a soil. Liquor, I come full. So they choose me, so choose me. Just dress me, sit. Confused by different memories Details of Asian memories Conversations A watch become a venom enemies My brain thinks bomb like So I listen, he's a calm kind As I grow And as I grow, I grow collective Before the move sit on the perspective Mr. Quay lay in the crevice And watches from the precipice Your passage. Heat from the sun. Some day slowly passes. Until then, you have to live with yourself. Until then, you have to live with yourself. I stand firm for us. We still the same.
0: This is Nightwave.
1: After helping Massive Attack shape their masterpiece Blue Lines and contributing to the band's subsequent album Protection, Tricky went solo and released his spectacular solo beast, Maxim Key, in 1995, an album that cemented the Bristol sound more firmly and experimentally. This Max & Key is a strong cocktail of sounds and textures, mixing, rock, techno, reggae and soul, with a lot of powerful female vocals from Martina Bird, who later worked with Massive Attack, and Alison Gulftrap. same Alison who formed the electronic duo Goldtrap. A few years later. It's worth mentioning that Maxine Key was co-produced and mixed by Mark Saunders, who's primarily known to have mixed all the singles from the Cure's classic Disintegration, and worked with Erasure, David Byrne, The Chameleons and many others. The fun fact is that Tricky's Hell is Round the Corner is built around the same sample that Portis Hat's exquisite Glory box is built on. Despite the same foundation, so to say, the songs and their moods are different. And so while Portis Glory Box is a kind of bluesy and jazzy emotional cry of a woman against the lush, downbeat backdrop, Tricky's Hell is Round the Corner is a dark, smoky, laid-back tale of drug addiction, delivered in a signature whisper-like rapping. But it also gets us to a point that all this Bristol trip-hop scene with its sample sharing, remixing each other and the overall artist collaboration is a broad community of artists and musicians working on one true mission – establish the city's unique sound and culture, mingling the music and the visual art under one roof. Max & Key is an album in its league kind of an encyclopedia of the early 90s Bristol sound with a huge vibe. Time to revisit this record along with the ones of Portishead and Massive Attack if you ain't done it yet, cause that's what Bristol sound is about. Now here's another classic Bristol band, a lesser-known act, who still has some connection with uh, Portishead. Which I'll tell more about soon. In the meantime, let's float with Earthling and There I Could Just Die from the band's 1995 debut, Radar.
0: Ned Wave with John Nade.
1: So we're digging in the Bristol sound here on the Nightwave show tonight and there's no Bristol without Earthling. We just heard a jam of a song titled I Could Just Die from the band's fresh and intriguing debut Radar, released in 1995. The fun fact is that the album features Jeff Barrow from Party's Head, who showcases his immaculate scratching skills on three tracks, and then Party's Head remixed a couple of songs from Radar, those being Nafisa and First Transmission. Anyway, Earthling comprises rapper Mo, producer Tim Soul, and contributor, multi instrumentalist Andy Keep. They didn't have major success back in the 90s and, after releasing two albums, disbanded. Still, the band's 90s input is one of the core elements in the patchwork of styles that trip hop is. And so this was a very, very brief exploration of the early Bristol sound, trip-hop or down-tempo tonight. And I'm gonna leave you with another trailblazing band, who defined the Bristol scene in the early 90s. These are Monk and Canatella, and their first album, Care in the Community, released in 1996, is a prime example of the trip-hop sound. This is Bristol and this is the last piece for tonight. An opening track to Monk and Canatella's iconic debut called Darkus Twisted. Oh
3: you're sitting on me, said the little tune. Poor Tubby picked up
1: the My name's the tune John and Nate and we'll keep and on writing shit. next time. A- <laughs>